0: Hello friends. Welcome. Balanced vibes only. I'm going to do that every time, I think. <laughs> <laughs> like a radio show host. We're back. And we've had quite the month since the last time we recorded. And um, today, what we want to talk about is pivoting. Or in other words, flexibility around planning. And the reason that that's so present for us right now is because we had a trip, a one-week trip to Mexico planned for last month. Um, You know, we had childcare in order, we, you know, that Sean got the days off of work, like everything, all the ducks were in a row, we were ready. And then we... Got COVID. Dun, Hmm. dun, dun.
1: (laughs) After avoiding it for two plus years. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It was, wow. It was obviously unexpected, um, especially because we're not ones to be in large crowds or anything like that, but it's impossible to know how how we got it. Um, But yeah, we got a pretty... Uh, debilitating. I would say case. We were out for the car for like six days. Yeah,
1: maybe not debilitating.
0: Maybe that's like, too strong.
1: That's very strong, I feel if, I know, guess I mean. We, we, yeah, we weren't like um, you know we didn't go to hospital or anything like that. But basically, like I got, I got the first wave of symptoms, and then I thought I had a sinus headache, then I thought I had a sinus infection. Then later that night. Fever hit me. The chills and I was like, Oh damn. <laughs> so mm. today right here, so then um,
0: that was like a Monday.
1: That was a Monday, yeah. And then I bundled up and just went to sleep and next morning took a COVID test and it was positive and it was like, oh man. And then you started feeling it feeling it feeling Wednesday. It Wednesday mm-hmm. The baby got sick.
0: Yeah, even our baby tested positive, but um, thank the universe, he he had a fever for maybe like a few nights and a lot of discomfort and wanting to like cuddle, um, but other than that, he was completely fine. Um, and then for us, is fever, body aches, um, like really really intense fatigue, and um, yeah, it sucked. We still have yeah. a lot to say though. We had to cancel our trip Um, even though we got sick the week before and theoretically we could have been in recovery by the time the trip happened we couldn't risk not being able to get back into the U.S. because we have a baby Um, and so we had to cancel our trip and I don't know a lot came up for me around like why why now the timing but at the same time So because we had this trip planned, my mom um, had a week off of work uh, so that she could stay with the baby. And so because it was already planned that way, it just made it a lot easier for her to shift her schedule in order to take care of the baby while we were sick instead the week before. And so in that way, I pivoted my mentality like, you know what, maybe actually this is the perfect time because at any other time she would have a full work schedule and then we would have been two sick parents trying to take care of a sick baby, which is not fun for all the parents out there who have to do that. Like kudos Mm. to you and so much respect because with the way that we were feeling, it felt impossible to, to show up for him and care for him. Yeah.
1: I think like it's, uh, it's important to see like the, multiple levels of pivoting, obviously that's our topic for tonight is pivoting, but like mentally having to shift our mindset from, you know, we're going on vacation to we're not going on vacation. And I know luckily it it wasn't like a big hit on, you know, our, our budget because, you know, we didn't lose much money on it, so that wasn't a big deal. I think the pivot pivoting...
0: This again. Sorry, friends. Technical difficulties, so there might be a little silence there. Um, I'm still learning how to do this, and that's okay. But Sean uh, left off saying that for him, he had to have a mental pivot around on having to cancel our vacation. Sean?
1: Well, before I jump into that, here's another pivot right here, obviously. So here's a good observation. Here's a good uh, opportunity to talk about pivot. So, you know, life throws you those curveballs, and you just have to adjust to it. And um, you know, the mental pivot that I was gonna talk about with um, the vacation was um, the feeling of disappointment that comes up. So when You know, me being a a Capricorn, an earth sign and having like things kind of, not everything planned out, not like I have an itinerary for everything, but, you know, having something set in my mind, like, all right, this is going to happen at a certain date and then it doesn't. I'm grateful that I don't get like too overly attached to the structural aspect of it, but there is a level of disappointment, especially when I'm looking forward to something like a vacation. So when there's a reward involved, that disappointment kind of hits me. Not to a point of where I'm like debilitated, where I can't do anything else or whatever. I feel like I'm I'm capable of responding quickly. But at the same time, I have to at some point give myself space to allow that disappointment to surface in any way it's supposed to surface. Like it might be like, you know, frustration or sadness or or whatever the case may be. So even though I'm grateful that I have the, 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 the skill set to like, all right, this is changing. All right, what do we need to do? And then like, I can think quickly and, and pivot and make that decision and do the things that I need to do to keep moving. But I'm also grateful that I, and I say grateful, like this is, this took years of work to allow myself space to feel whatever it is that I was feeling. So I was definitely feeling the disappointment aspect of not going on our Mexico trip. And, um, yeah, it. it I did feel disappointed, but it wasn't. It wasn't horrible. It was just like all right, well, still got the week off, and I think looking at the bright side of things and being positive, but not overly positive to where I'm like discounting myself in any um, in any way, but just being real and just being like. Hey, I'm grateful that I had the opportunity to even go to Mexico. Fortunately, I didn't at this time. At some point, I will. Mexico isn't going anywhere, mm. so maybe another time.
0: And we did end up, because, like I said, it we we both got sick the week before, so we had full t- like a full six to seven days of recovery, and then the following week was when the trip was supposed to happen. So. Sean was off of work and we picked up the baby and we got to do stuff, the three of us. We went on a hike. The baby saw a waterfall for the first time and we went on two hikes actually that week. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was, it was really nice. So we still ended up having time together, which was the point of the vacation. Um, it just, we had to just shift our image of it. A little bit and, and that's okay like things just sometimes don't work the way that you envision and that's the key of learning how to pivot and like doing the work in order to be in a place where the pivoting isn't going to like completely derail you from everything else in your life um. okay <laughs> once again still learning so i just learned that we're using a browser that isn't supported and so the recordings get cut off after five minutes but now that i figured that out we are on a platform that will not cut us off and hopefully you can bear with us through the pauses that might be present in our episode so you were gonna ask me a question
1: um yeah i was gonna ask
0: Well, it's funny you asked that because I was just thinking, like aside from what it means to me, like what I actually do in my mind, I have this visual of like, <laughs> like my body doing like a really sharp turn to like dodge an object.
1: Mm. <laughs> like the matrix? <mentions. laughs>
0: yeah, but not, not with all the back bending, just like a, like a quick, like both feet move like. Like, really fast, but no bending, because, like, my back can't do all that. Mm. Um, But, yeah, for me, pivoting is, like, just understanding that things are... Almost everything... Well, no. Everything is out of my control, except how I react. And so... And, again, like, it's a lesson that I've learned over the years, and that I still sometimes have to, like, relearn. Um, But just, like, Like a little example for me is like, okay, we have this thing that we need to go to and it starts at, I don't know, 530, but we also have a nine month old and so I could, I could aim for 530 till I'm blue in the face, but if he decides he's going to poop right before we leave, then I got to pivot, I got to shift my mindset and just be okay with being late Um, because if he has to, if he needs something, then that has to take priority. Mm-hmm. And that and I have to be okay with that. So for me, pivoting means like Adapting quickly without Wallowing in like the original vision I had for the thing
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, And that's not to say like you said um, Like you mentioned before that I'm denying whatever feelings come up like of course I sometimes feel disappointed or sometimes I feel like annoyed that oh my god we're gonna be late again or whatever it is and I can acknowledge those feelings and still make the necessary shift to move forward because otherwise at least for me before I really like put this lesson into practice around pivoting I would I would just sit so much in in lamenting the vision I had instead of accepting what is, like the vision that it is. Mm. So it's just like, I wanted XYZ to happen, and then a wrench got thrown into my plans, and now it has to be, you know, ABC. And instead of being like, okay, ABC works, let me see what I can do, I'm just sitting, no, I want XYZ, and XYZ would've been so good. And if I would've been able to do XYZ, then this is what my life would look like. Mm. And that's literally a waste of my time because I cannot change what has already transpired
1: Mm. yeah that makes a lot of sense I like the the metaphor and also how you broke that down and um, I feel like what comes to mind after hearing you speak is uh, choosing to respond instead of reacting and I feel like in that scenario you know when that something happens at the last moment that changes your plans, you know, you can react and be like, ah, oh, man, this happened, blah, 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 and then you get, like, stuck in it, and then even while you are changing it and, and adjusting to the situation, because you, you have to, you're, like, complaining about it, or you're, like, you're getting the coulda where the shouldas, this shoulda happened, this and that, it also takes you out of the moment, it takes you out of the present moment, and, um, that's all reaction. Cause now you're, you, you've allowed yourself to feel that emotion, which is fine, but now you let the emotion become you and you let the emotion take over your actions at that moment. So yeah, I definitely kind of relate to what you were saying. And so instead of that happening, for me, it's like, Oh, I choose to respond. So for me, choosing to respond, I kind of picture it in my head too, as like dodging something. Or maybe more so like going back to like my baseball days of like, you know, when a a pitcher's going to throw you a fastball, he might throw you a curveball next. You don't know. So you have to do a little pivot. You might have to move your hips a certain way or your feet or your foot in, but you're still in the box. You're still ready to to take a swing. Mm.
0: As you were speaking, I just had the thought to another visual of um, running water where it's like the water is running. And then there's this huge boulder coming up and it just flows right around it. Mm. It doesn't, the huge boulder is there and that's okay, but the water just continues to flow. And so I think that's another, um, way for me that like what what pivoting looks like for me where it's like, okay, hello, Boulder, that's us. Let me flow this other way. Mm-hmm. Let me adjust how I'm moving so that I can move around this obstacle. And then also to, just thinking about having to pivot in relationships not just in like things happening where it's like you could be whether it's romantic relationship familial or friendship um, sometimes you have a lot of or let me speak for myself sometimes I feel like I have to do a lot of pivoting in terms of like okay, this is how this relationship used to be and how I was showing up before but now given these new circumstances, how do I need to show up, or what does it look like for me to continue to be in relationship with this person, mm. um, given these new obstacles or new um, new parameters to our relationship. That one's a little bit more difficult for me. I'm still working on it. Um, mm. But it's another way or another example of places where pivoting does have to happen.
1: Mm. That's a good example. Especially relationships because that person is pivoting and changing and adjusting to life. And that person is adjusting and pivoting in other relationships. So it's like we're all just like these spinning wheels that are just like Mm. we're like we're like spinning but then moving at the same time. Mm. And then we're just like bounce
0: off of each other. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's, that's another lesson that was important for me to learn in my life. Understanding that nothing is permanent. Like, Hmm. literally, every single thing will change eventually. And that's okay. Change doesn't mean death, or change doesn't mean the end of something. It's just the evolution of something. Like sometimes, yes, it does mean the end of things and that's okay. Like there's a place for that and grief, etc. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times, especially in relationship, change is just evolution. And then in that evolution and in that pivoting, I have learned to like find acceptance. Not always quickly, you know, it's not gonna happen day to night, but eventually I do get to a place of acceptance. And I also accept that, sometimes there's going to be situations where I'm going to feel two things at once and that's okay. Mm -hmm. Like, one example I can think of is a few years ago, I had a friendship breakup with this um, person I was friends with since high school, and we were really close. We went through so much together. But the friendship just, it wasn't working for me anymore. And it, and it, it was difficult because it's not like she was a bad person or she was doing bad things to me. I just did not like the way that I felt being around her anymore. Um, I didn't like the way that I, that I was showing up and the ways in which I was making myself smaller. And I'm not saying that I'm completely to blame in the relationship, but it, it was less about like blame and more about me honoring how I was feeling and having to let go of that situation because I continued to feel that way. And it didn't feel, um, It didn't feel to me that if I were to talk to her about it it would have changed it and that had nothing to do with her and that was so difficult right because it was just me honoring my own feeling and again making this huge shift from a relationship that I thought would last a lifetime Mm -hmm. and having to let it go and accept that I will forever feel glad that I did it and sometimes I miss her and that's okay and I've had to, and I've had moments, especially when it first happened, where like I missed her so much, and I wanted to reach out, but then I would ask myself, what happens after? And every time, the answer is like, I don't want to deal with it. I, I don't, I don't want to go back. Mm-hmm. And so, I've just had to accept that sometimes I'm going to miss her, and s- sometimes I'm going to feel like guilty or, um, like I did it wrong, but. Well, not but and I also firmly know that I did the right thing.
1: Mm. That's uh, feeling two feelings at once is it creates that duality. I hate it, <laughs>
0: I hate it so much.
1: It sucks because it's, I feel like everybody goes through that and it's it, it's, it's confusing because it's like you might feel strongly one way, one moment, like, oh no, I'm good wanna go back or whatever it is. And it's it makes it hard to I, I feel like it makes it like it's like you, you pivot and like alright, I'm making this decision but then like having that that emotion that goes against the, the action so to speak makes you wanna like repivot almost. You mm. And then what you said about impermanence too, just thinking about like, you know, I guess in Buddhism subjective subjected to uh, impermanence like nothing's going to last forever everything will change move on die or whatever it is but it's like us grasping on to old ways that like the suffering comes from so it's like grasping on to and I'll speak about like relationships in general like I feel like what happens in relationships before the end is sometimes person starts growing in a different direction than the other person but the other person is still trying to hold on to like the old version of you Mm -hmm. whereas like you're still moving you're going in this direction and uh, then not to say that they're not growing but at that moment they might be in a state of like revolving so it's like you can either evolve revolve or dissolve and there's no it's not linear either it's not something that's like this is going to happen, this is going to happen, this is going to happen. Like you might be like in a state where you just need to be like wherever you're at and stay there for a little bit while the other person just had like this awakening moment and they're just like quantum leaping towards the next phase of their journey or whatever. Mm. But the other person like still wants to hold on to the old version of you. And I see that happening, especially like families and stuff like too, where it's like sometimes when you start quote unquote doing the work on yourself. Or you know, learning your lessons, and you know, some family members might not see you for a while, or if they do see you, and they just don't really see you. Mm. They they hold on to a version that they know best of you. That version might have been gone a year or so, but they're still holding on to that version. And I feel like that right there is um, you know, grasping on to not accepting who the person is, first of all, or not being able or capable of seeing that person for where they're at, but also, I feel like it's uh having difficulty pivoting as well, because mm. you're not pivoting in a relationship.
0: How many th- times do you think we've said pivot? Pivot. <laughs> pivot. <laughs> pivot.
1: <laughs> pivot. Probably uh, about 97 right now, I don't know if should get a counter <laughs>
0: In, in regards to what you just said, too, I think another issue that has come up for me and I'm sure many others, it's, it's like you're on your journey and you've had this just amazing growth and you're seeing all the ways and um, all the connections in your life that have brought you to this moment, etc, cetera, etc. Cetera. And then you have your family, like your core family members that you maintain relationships with who are not on the same journey, which is totally okay. But then you begin to show up as this new version of yourself and who's done this work and all these things and um, jokes that used to be funny or things that used to engage you no longer work. And Mm -hmm. so your family members, they don't know what to do anymore. And then for me, what I was doing at first, I don't do it anymore. Thankfully, I'm grateful to myself for that. Um, But what I used to do is I would I could see their discomfort at not being able to connect with me in the same ways that they used to and so i would revert i would go back to the version of me that they are used to the version of me that brings them comfort in order to um just stop their discomfort from because i could just eat. sometimes i would physically just see it on their face or i would just feel it and it felt so heavy and so in service of them not feeling that way i would just deny The new person, the new version of myself that was like coming into fruition, and go back to an old version of me to make them comfortable.
1: Mm. I've definitely done that before, and especially like, um. out with some old friends, and I just knew, like, I was like, oh, we're just in different places right now, and that's fine, but th- here comes that duality feeling again, it's just like, but I still wanted to, like, be part of, I still want to be accepted, so it's like, and it, it, it was this weird feeling, it's just like, well, I don't want to, like, going on you're like yeah, what's, what about the future and like there was none of that so it's like we were we were like restricted to this let's talk about the past for all of us and like reminisce and I hate reminisce talking <laughs> mm. <laughs> I, I don't hate it I don't that's a strong word I I typically dislike it um I would tolerate it for a short period of time but I'd much rather talk about like the present and the or connect that somewhere, but anyway, like, you know, all we were talking about was like, yeah, remember back in days, like yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> but like in doing so, it's almost like part of me was like going back to my old, stuff. like you said, like going back to my the, the former version of myself to to fit into this conversation.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And you know, after a little while of doing that. didn't feel authentic. I didn't feel authentic. And like, I guess a third emotion came up of like feeling like, f- like uh, angry at myself. It was almost like I was angry at myself. And I know I was being hard on myself like for like reverting, quote unquote, or not like maintaining my, my, uh, yeah, I guess maintaining my truth. Yeah so it was like this really conflicted feelings of like i don't know what to do not know what to do but like more so like i don't know what feeling is actually valid right now and i guess they all were
0: right that's what sucks they're all valid
1: yeah but i I was trying not to let any one of those feelings take over so it was just it was just strange but also like in hindsight i found it as a very reflective moment it was a good reminder for me of how much growth i had, had mm. done. and it wasn't out of a place of me comparing myself to someone else and thinking i'm better but it's more so like wow i've, I've grown up a lot
0: mm-hmm.
1: and so i feel like that was a good good moment for me to reflect on and so yeah and that's where like growth and stuff is like it comes out of that discomfort growing right. flowers out of shit. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, there's definitely a lot of discomfort and growth. I had to have, in order to get past that habit of reverting to old versions of myself, in order for the comfort of my family members, I had to have many uncomfortable moments. Uh, um, I've had to get used to long stretches of silence,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and and just being okay with, like, being okay with them not understanding who I am now. And absolving myself of responsibility of their emotions. Mm. Because, like, this is who I am, and if that triggers you in some way or brings up some kind of emotion for you, that's not my problem. Like, I don't, you need to handle that. Um, And, yeah, and then also for me, what was helpful is just really angering myself and how much I love them and how much they love me. Because, you know, family, at least for me, like, family can be difficult and challenging, et cetera, et cetera. But the basis, especially for my family, like we're very small and we're very close, is it's so much love. And so I had to really just steep myself in the love that they have for me. And then also in understanding, again, shifting my mentality, understanding that they show up within their capacity Hmm. and they can't, uh, they can't meet me where I'm at because they don't meet themselves. And so I can't expect a person who doesn't meet themselves in their truest form, who's not living their purest truth, to understand me living my purest truth. It's impossible. Mm. And so as long as I know that they have awareness that they are loved and that, that I love them and I feel their love, then I'm okay with them not understanding me. And again, not all the time. Sometimes I still have moments where I'm like, ah! Um, but it's definitely getting easier for me to have that moment of frustration, release it, and come back to love.
1: Yeah. That's a good um, set
0: point. Pivot. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, I
1: think um, I was thinking about the silence. You're so good at that. Yeah, I'm gotten really
0: good. <laughs> so good at that. Let me tell you, friends. Sean will be in a conversation, right? And then, like, let's say the person's like, I don't know, they say something like, oh, did you see the news last night? We don't have a TV, so we do not watch the news. So Sean n- didn't see the news last night. So he's just, just going to go, no, and then stay silent. Like, that's it. He will give them nothing.
1: Well, it's, okay, sometimes it's like, but well, sometimes it's like when I realize like the conversation and the vibe is like just not there, but the person's like really trying to like continue it. Mm. That's when I get more silent. Mm-hmm. That's when I'm just like, okay, I think this is over with right now, <laughs> and I just stop talking. And you know, I'm not like in a rude way where I'm just like turning my head or anything like that. It's just like I like I, I start pumping the brakes. So like I don't I don't um continue the small talk cause the small talk just it, it doesn't I don't really feel it so I think when that happens it's, it's it's just me like realizing like there's no connection here or whatever but then there's other hands like you know o- other times I said other hands other mm-hmm. times when um you know I meet somebody for the first time but like there's a Meaningful conversation like honestly, I think everything usually starts off with some kind of small talk but then like the conversation starts Expanding a little bit more Mm -hmm. and I'm just like, oh I I can vibe with this person. Mm -hmm. That's I won't be silent again but um, but i have definitely like you know especially some people who are like very like aggressive talkers I guess who are like I can tell that they're shitty listeners Mm. and just talk 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 and then like whatever you say they don't listen or whatever so it's just like all about them those people i'll usually i might say something and then just walk away (laughs) like like, oh yeah so what about this blah 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 and then walk away or just because i know what those people like i can be silent but that's still talk i keep talking Um, sometimes i get trapped in that I think, um, there's something else I wanted to touch on that you had mentioned. Um.
0: You said that going back to love was a good set point.
1: Yeah, going back to love is a good set point. Um. But there's something else, though. It'll come back to me in a second. Silence. Silence. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Yeah, no, I was thinking of like, um, keyword pivot. (laughs) Um, maybe adjusting. Adjusting? Adjusting. So, how do you adjust or pivot in? not metaphorically not ideally but how do you adjust in real time when there's something that's very upsetting
0: um good question well first I scream internally Mm. um yeah first I scream internally that's like my go-to like ah but all inside and then I take a deep breath and well it depends right so like if it's something urgent where I don't even have a space to like feel anything then I just shift to whatever needs to be done in that moment and I do it if it's something where I might have a moment and I just have to like shift the rest of my day or the plan or whatever then then yeah I just have like the scream internally of frustration or whatever and then I um, Take that deep breath and I tell myself like Listen, you've been in <laughs> Way worse situations you can do this and then I do whatever it is
1: mm. yeah, I can relate to that.
0: How about you? How does it look like for you?
1: Um, I never I don't do the scream internally It's interesting because I think it's obviously depends on like the urgency, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like, it's something that needs to to happen right now. Basically like all emotions shut down right now. I don't got time for it all. This needs to be, this needs to happen quick. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty good at like thinking on my feet and be like, okay, that doesn't work. Let's go with this. Boom. Also, working in like private industry and like a fast paced type of career before, like, there was always like something that like emergency happened or this happened or whatever. So, like, I think I got used to it a little bit more and learned how to manage it. I don't think there's that internal scream. I think what happens is it's just like my, my mind is like, oh shit, okay, what now? start going through a list really quick, like, all right, this is what needs to happen.
0: Yeah, no, for me, it's like, because it's the internal scream comes with a physical, like, my heart drops in my stomach, depending on the situation. That's not going to happen for, like, little minuscule things, but if Mm -hmm. it's something big, it's like my heart drops in my stomach, and internally, I'm like, what the fuck?
1: probably on the shock, right?
0: Right, yeah. It depends like, on the level of, like, surprise and, like, what is actually happening and what kind of pivoting am I going to have to do? How big is this shift? Mm. And then it's, like, and then, of course, I have my moment of, like, why me? What the fuck? And then, yeah. Like, I just, I always, it, usually when it's on the scale of, like, bigger shock, I always give myself that moment if I can.
1: That's a good point. Uh, I'm thinking of zombie movies right now.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: so, <okay. laughs> so, like, in in a lot of zombie movies, all of a sudden, boom, the world just goes bananas and zombies are all over the place. You don't really have time to be like, oh, shit, or, like, or, or whatever it is that you need to do and give yourself that moment because you need to, I got to get stuff, I got to get out of here. Mm-hmm. So I, I, re- I realized one thing with, like, you know, these zombie movies. zombie shows <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but um you know what you see is like they're in fight or flight mode so their body is like reacting and, and, and they're in survival mode but then there's always some point when they finally have like a free moment or whatever there needs to be some kind of release and you see you now like different ways like they might release by yelling, going somewhere by themselves or yelling or breaking something or going on a or by rampage. going in on a zombie, right? Or going on a zombie. There's some like release moment, and I feel like that's that moment that they didn't have the opportunity to have right when it happened. Mm-hmm. So they had to keep going and going and going. So I think it's important to realize that there needs to be some kind of release because there is some type of energy that's that's stirred up, and so. And going back to what we were saying about several things, you know, going back to giving yourself that moment and just be like, ah, okay, now I'm good. Or you know, feeling the feelings that you have and just sitting with it for a moment in whatever way that looks like, it's important, I think it's imperative that we have that release in a healthy way. So like that really, let's say like something happens and you're like, boom and you're doing this, that, and that, and you're reacting. And then you're finally getting to a place where, like, you know, you're you're slowing down and you can't release. But then somebody comes at you and then you snap on. Like that can't be the person that you release on. Mm. So like finding that healthy release is important. I feel when pivoting. So for yeah. me, it might be going to like the gym or something like that. Yeah. Or whatever it is, or just like you know, saying like I need.
0: Sleep is usually, mm-hmm. I, I, I like sleep, I, I use sleep as a solution for a lot of things, because I just always wake up, um, refreshed and like with a new, with renewed energy to face the issue or the problem or whatever it is.
1: <laughs> yeah, I would definitely, you're definitely a cop, I'm definitely a kid, you were like sleep, and I'm like, go do something, go, go to the Go to the gym. gym. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, I feel pretty complete. How do you feel? I mean,
1: unless you have more, I mean, bring in if you have more. <laughs> um, I feel pretty complete for the most part, but maybe let's do like a quick recap. Let me ask you this: What's the out the most when it comes to pivoting? What do you mean? So, let me rephrase that in this conversation. I what would you say would be the takeaway that you you be ah, looking okay. for, okay. for pivoting?
0: What is the takeaway around pivoting? Um, I'm going to borrow from one of your faves, Bruce Lee. Okay. And I'm going to say the takeaway is to be like water. Mm. And just flow around all the obstacles. And, I, and that sounds so easy. It's not. It's very difficult. Um, But for me, I think that that would be the takeaway. Just first allowing yourself to feel whatever comes up around the situation or relationship you need to pivot. And and then flow. And have the flexibility to allow for things to unfold in the way that they're meant to for you. Mm. And also... To just have trust that it will work out eventually. Hmm. How
1: about you? The um, takeaway is pretty similar. And the takeaway for me is permanence. So... Mm. Packed into a box, Mm. and things will change, and you just have to adjust to it. Otherwise, you won't survive. Like that's how that's life in general. Right, life is constantly moving and changing. Right, you know, just like when we were in Mississippi on the Mississippi River on that uh, that sunset cruise, Mm -hmm. and just looking at the water, just realizing, like, wow water has never looked identical at any point in its life cycle. You know, looking at the body of water itself and you know, the combination of waves and splashes and things going on like, this water is continually just going and moving and changing and we don't make the water adjust to us, we have to adjust to the water. And so to take away from me is like impermanence and expect that things will change.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And not grasp on to old ways. Mm. Old ways could be a minute ago.
0: And release control. Ashay.
1: Mm-hmm. Ashay.
0: <laughs> if you made it to the end of this, thank you so much for listening. Um, again, thank you also for the little interludes that might be in the beginning while we figured out our technical difficulties. And until next time. I'm Sean. And I'm Lynette. Bye. Bye.